the views, opinions, and positions expressed in this podcast called Mood Food are in no way the views, opinions, and positions of the Department of the Air Force, DOD, United States government, including resources listed today. Hello there, everyone. I'm your host for Mood Food, Jason Gordon, and we are delighted to have you along with us today for today's episode. Thank you so much for making this podcast successful. We are broadcasting all around the world on all of the major podcast platforms, and we are on YouTube. We have our Facebook page and our Instagram. So look us up, check us out, see what we are all about. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, of course, but we want to thank you for making this podcast a success. If you have any show ideas, please email me at moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com or get a hold of me at one of the platforms there that I just described, and I'd be more than happy to put something on the air. We're still running through the list of items that people have been sending in, so just have patience with me, and I will let you know as soon as I can when we will get to the topic that you want us to discuss. So today's topic for our podcast and Mood Food podcast here is helping children cope after a traumatic event. The kiddos out there, the teenagers, I'm going to break it down today to hopefully help prepare you to better prepare your kiddos. So when things happen, their reaction will be less impactful. So traumatic events, let's first look at that. It can be something from a sudden death that has happened, unfortunately, natural disasters, motor vehicle accidents, a terrorist attack. It can leave kiddos and teenagers feeling super stressed, super frightened, helpless, and exponentially insecure. Whether they are personally involved in it or they witnessed it or saw it on social media or the news, sooner or later it will affect them. And they're going to think about that. And it may manifest in a nightmare or it may manifest in one of their behaviors that they are mirroring that they saw on the news. But just try to process it, break it down and be supportive towards them. So these intense emotions, you know, it can really feed that insecurity. So you're you're going to feel that your kiddos are more clingy to you or are going to be more distant. It could go either way. Children's reactions to a traumatic event depend on their age and their personalities, the severity of the event that they witnessed or that involved them and the availability of support right then and there when the traumatic event takes place. So I'm going to give you some tips today to hopefully help you help your kiddos. Traumatic events can disrupt kiddos and their sense of safety and result in fears and worries and nightmares and physical reactions such as headaches, stomach aches, bedwetting, um, you name it, the list can go on and on. And also a loss of appetite. Uh, Here are some suggestions today to help you through that time so you can help your kiddos. So the first thing you wanna be aware of, and kiddos always look at you, right? especially if they sense something has really popped off and and really traveled south very quickly. They're gonna look at the situation. They're monitoring and looking for that reaction from their parents. So please 
be aware because they're going to react probably the same way you are. If you're frightened, they may start crying. So be aware of your own reactions to the events and manage your own stress. Stay calm and offer hugs and reassurance to help restore your child's sense of safety and security. You may want to share information, break it down about the events that took place, answer questions in a way that they may be able to understand it. Listen to your kiddo's fears and concerns and let him or her know it's okay and that you're there for them and that they can share their feelings with you any time. Being approachable is very important. They want to make sure that they can come to you and trust you that the information that they are going to be sharing with you, you're going to offer support to help them get through it. They're already insecure. And so they're, they may be a little hesitant to come to you at first, but if you put that out there that they can come to you, that will give them permission. You want to limit or prevent exposure to disturbing news articles on TV or social media. And we all know that that happens every single day of the week. Now, children who see graphic images or hear distressing news stories may become re-traumatized very easily. So try to keep that down to a level to the minimum level. Maintain stable routines as much as possible, including regular uh, meal times, regular bedtime and also exercise. Engage in fun activities with your kiddos to help children relax and feel like life is returning to some sort of normalcy. And, uh, and that may require wearing a mask now because there's a lot of kiddos out there still wondering, why do we have to wear a mask? Why are we not going to school? It's, it's, it's hard to explain uh, from, a, from a science point of view, but I think you can break it down and uh, in a way that will hopefully change that norm for them to where they can adopt uh, the practices that are being taught today without any hesitation or without any, any kind of negative reactions that they, they may want to jump to very easily. So you wanna watch for signs of trauma even after the weeks have passed uh, after the event. Your children cope differently, and so you want to watch out for any types of changes in behaviors or they show increased signs of sadness or anxiety or acting out or getting in trouble. You want to make sure that you monitor that very, very closely and then work through it. Now I'm going to give you some tips to break it down by age group. So we're going to start off with the preschool age, and some of you out there may have preschoolers that ask a lot of questions like why and and why and why and why and no the video is not stuck and the recording is not stuck i was just mentioning why 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 because i remember as a kid i asked a lot of whys and and still today when i want to get to the bottom of things i do like to know the why behind things so it helps me to better accomplish what i need to set out and do when i know the why behind it so preschool age here after a traumatic event children who are age five and under may display behavior uh, from an earlier stage of their lives, such as bedwetting, as I mentioned earlier, thumb sucking, cleanliness to parents, and fearfulness of strangers. They may have tantrums or cry more than usual or become withdrawn from others. Parents and other adults can help children by providing that comfort, that extra layer of security, reassuring them and maintaining routines such as possible to reassure them that everything is kind of trying to trying to return to some sort of normalcy and giving them simple explanations as to the reasons why we are doing the things we are doing today. Children look to their parents for everything, right? They're going to look to you for everything. They look for cues. 
They look for feelings on how to react. And you want to make sure that you are helping them work through those stressors without a lot of anxiety yourself. I mean, they're going to really read that and pick that up. And so you want to make sure when you approach them and you try to work through some of these, some of these insecurities that you are calm yourself, because they're going to be able to pick that up. It's best to not expose your kiddos to all this news that's happening today or radio about the traumatic events involving toddlers and preschoolers in fun activities, get them outside in the backyard, get them off the electronic device devices get them out there running off that energy so they won't have the energy to act out they won't have the energy to sit there and worry and be stressed out about what's going on get them away from that stuff because really and truly what happens outside is is going to keep them distracted it's going to be fun and you'll see a difference in their behavior it's a healthy distraction right now we're going to move over to early childhood so children ages 6 to 11 may show some forms of uh, stress reaction the younger children have, but such as reverting back to those childhood or childish behaviors. Uh, they may have more nightmares. They may have increased trouble sleeping, finding it difficult to concentrate in school and doing their studies. They may become more disruptive, anxious, lose interest in family and friends. And they may not even want to do some of the fun activities that they used to do. So parents should reassure children that they are safe and will be taken care of no matter what. Encourage family discussions about the events that have taken place and answer the questions that they ask you. Don't leave them in the dark because they're going to try to find some way, shape or form to get those questions answered. And it might be on the negative realm. You don't want that. So be careful about exposing them to too much, though, and put it down in a language that they can understand. That's not going to get them upset. Keep bedtime and mealtime routines as normal as possible for the kiddos that are ages 6 to 11. And you may want to keep them busy doing fun activities such as writing or playing video games, something that's going to really allow them to be distracted in a healthy way and help identify the positive, such as what's going on in the community, what things are happening. Focus on a gratitude list for your kids. Start teaching them early to be thankful for the things that are going right in their life versus what they are currently observing that could be otherwise upsetting them. Let's move over to adolescence. Older children ages 12 to 17 may have stress reactions such as nightmares and flashbacks of the event. They may lose interest in school activities as well as well as interacting with their friends and hobbies. They're going to feel angry. They're going to act out. They may feel uh, guilty or you may see signs of more depression coming on where they want to isolate themselves. They don't want to talk about anything. They may have a flat affect, which means that they're not smiling. They're just kind of a, a stone face. They're just showing up with no emotion behind them. So look out for that and assess for that. You want to make sure that you get them professional help if you notice that safety becomes an issue, especially with the kiddos that are ages 12 to 17. And as with younger children, parents can help their teens rebuild a sense of trust and safety by listening to their concerns and having conversations with them, teaching them uh, your skill set as best as you can that helps you get through the day. And that will hopefully imprint in them some way, shape or form that they will react to current situations the same way or future situations if they are subjected to that. 
So make sure that it's age appropriate and uh, make sure that you keep your teens involved in those positive activities. And you could be involved at your church, which I find very beneficial to kiddos. You may be involved. They may be involved in these these civic duties out in the, or these civic clubs like um, Boys and Girls Club or the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, something in nature that's going to get them outside, but give them get them around a collective and a group uh, that's like minded. And so you want to make sure that you uh, you still involve them in those practices. And I, mean, I know that due to COVID-19, a lot of these practices have uh, become more virtual versus in person, but they can still attend. They can still be engaged and uh, just make sure that you are in tune with what's happening with them and offer them age appropriate options. So when to get help on all these age groups, really, when to get help, be aware of the signs. Look for those things that, and you know in your gut, if your kiddo is not being who you know they are, then you, and you've tried everything, then you may need to get them that extra level of care that they need, which is getting them an appointment with a licensed therapist, getting them involved in someone that can teach them some skill sets uh, that will hopefully benefit them better. So I hope that the tips that I've shared with you today are beneficial to you because Lord knows we've had a lot of traumatic events happen in 2020, and we're hoping and praying that 2021 will be brighter, will be better, will be more positive and more nourishing to us like never before. And we want to thank you for tuning in today. And when we come back, I'm going to be sharing a quote with you. But right now, Othell is going to uh, read us today's review. So, Othell, give us a good one today. Today, I'm going to be reading a review posted by IB Princess. And it states, this got me. I thoroughly enjoy this podcast because every time I listen, it just reaches out and grabs me. Jason is a personal friend who I admire more than he knows. Great job and keep up the great work. We want to thank IB Princess for the great review. If you would like your review read on an episode of Mood Food, please email your comments to moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com or leave a review on Apple Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Othell, for today's review. And now for today's quote. I think I've read this one before, but it really is a good quote for the kiddos out there. Don't forget. All right. Don't forget. This is from Comforting Quotes for Kids. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you think, and more loved than you will ever know. Tell your kiddos that today and hopefully that will brighten their days and hopefully that will encourage them to know that everything is going to be okay. I hope each and every one of you, you have a great rest of your Wednesday, whether you're listening to us in the morning, the midday or the afternoon. Thank you for making this podcast a success. We want to thank you for tuning in today. And until the next episode of Mood Food, I'm your host, Jason Gordon with editor in chief here, Othell Garman Jr. We want to thank you for tuning in today. Have a great day, everyone. And we will talk to you next week. See you then. Thank you.